Portions of this program are pre-recorded. This is the Joe Pag Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Yes, indeed. Glad to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. There's a lot going on, lots to get to. Three big interviews today. It'll be Judge Ted Poe this hour. We're going to talk about the Constitution. We're going to talk about the, the ridiculous um, reaction from the left to just about everything, what they're trying to do at the border, and so on. We'll do that for you. We also have the wife of a, an Air Force veteran, actually still in the Air Force, who uh, he's being punished because he doesn't want to take the mandated shot. Well, his wife speaks out again, uh, about that. His name is Nick Cupper. Her name is Crystal Cupper. I talked to her about how this is affecting their family, possibly affecting his pension and retirement, possibly going to cost them their, their health insurance. We'll have that fight for you. And also campus reform in the program. The Joe Pag Show, really glad that you took the time today on your Thursday. I'm feeling all right. Uh-huh. Say what? Seems I got to have Carrie, how's it going? Feeling just fine. How are you? Every night doing all right. Appreciate you. That's Polo. Strangers that would be Samantha. Imprisoned by the way. It could have been. Thursday, almost Friday, the weekend's almost here, so I like to sing. So Deal with it. What's that? Clearing your throat? What was that? Yeah, I just clearing my throat a little bit. Someone locked the door and took the key. Feeling alright. Come on, sing along. I'm not feeling too good myself. No. Come on, man. Yes, sir. Feeling alright. Hour two is always better, people. Just You're deal right with there? it. Are you? Are you okay? I think I pulled a muscle to be honest. to that, I'm not really sure. Uh, I think you're just, I think you're feeling wrong. all right is what you're doing. Mm. You start out early today, huh? Ooh. Yeah. You no, know, it's funny. It's not help. Wednesday, so you don't have to even be nice because you know you're not getting a song today. I know. It doesn't See, matter. That's great. It's good for me. I mean, I, I could have, but no, not gonna. Oh, oh, you wouldn't have anyway. You are today. Oh, I do please. like you in red, though. It's nice. Oh, nice well, I have the same shirt. Yeah. Thank you. And no, you don't. <laughs> yeah, I do. It's uh, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. So, um, President Joe Biden, by the way, we, we played a piece of video yesterday, and a bunch of people went to the stream, and a bunch of people got the, the Twitter link and all that um, of him. I, I still don't know who that was. I am convinced it wasn't Joe Biden. I, I'm not, Carrie, I've convinced myself. Now, you've watched it, right? I did, yes. Now, uh, just even a a journalistic observation, I mean, I'm correct when I say his hair is parted on the wrong side. He never does that. Mm -hmm. Um, And the pin, the flag pin is oriented right, so it's not like they used a a reverse image of him. Um, His eyes don't blink. They just never blink. They're black. They're not blue. And he seems extremely robotic in his his delivery. I mean, everything he just said is pretty much true, yes? Well, yes, yeah. I mean, just as somebody who, let's say you're covering, you're in the White House press corps. You're covering the White House. Wouldn't you ask Karine Jean-Pierre about this today? Um, that would be a good question. Probably so. Would I get an answer? No. Well, no, she's but, really good at not answering anything. Yeah. Um, the fact is we're, we're in a recession now, and I did this big, long soliloquy the other day about how it doesn't matter, because it doesn't. Not according to our president. 
Well, I've actually had that piece of video too. So if you want to see that, just go to JoePags.com and click on Watch Now. I've got. I'm going to play that in a second. Where okay. I mean, he's. Do you think he believes what he's saying, or he's just denying it because he doesn't want us to think we're in a recession? I. I don't know. You know, we've got the midterms coming up. Um, do I think he wants to say the word? Yes, we're in a rece- the words we are in a recession. No. Um, I don't know. I don't know if he truly believes what he said. Because it goes back to what I first said the other day and the reason why I said it. And for those who weren't watching or listening, A, why not? What did we do wrong? Why can't we get your support? Hello? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that's first thing. Second thing, what I said was, just in a nutshell, nobody cares about the word. We know that we're suffering at the pump. We know that we're suffering at the grocery store. We know that we're suffering when we buy any kind of goods. Everything costs more money. I had John Rich on yesterday. He said buying a two-by-four was like 12 or $13 and normally it's $3.50. So everything's through the roof. So that's what we care about. We don't really care about the word. But this administration has been, for the better part of this week, telling us how recession is not defined the way recession has always been defined. A recession is defined as two straight quarters of negative GDP, negative growth. And that's always the way it's been through history. Now, I've never been one who cared about the word recession. It does not get me going in the morning. I do not get up in the morning and go, oh, that's a recession. There you go. Because it doesn't change the fact that I'm paying too much for gas and too much for milk or beef or two-by-fours. It doesn't change that. Yet, for some reason, this administration thinks if we can just lie and tell you know the 81 million voters that voted for us, I say that <clears throat> sarcastically, if we can lie, they're going to back us up. They're going to go online. They're going to tell everybody, this is not a recession. Green Jean-Pierre's answer. I didn't even, I didn't, not even play her video. It's how dumb it is. But, um, but I am going to have Joe Biden in a second here. It's uh, JoePags.com. Click on Watch Now if you want to see this doofus. Because afterwards, he doesn't even take any questions. Gary, you figure that he's going to come out, lie about the, about the economy, say that we're not in a recession, and that he would take some questions, one would think. Mm-hmm. But he did not, did he? I mean, Trump because, would walk out, yeah. recession, economy, blah, blah, blah. Then he'd take two hours of questions <laughs> and fight with people in the audience. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, and to the point where I'm going, dude, stop. Just go back and take a nap or something. But, but Biden... They're not going to give any press availability, no press availability about his COVID-19 diagnosis, no press availability about his hair being part of the wrong way, his eyes never blinking, his face looking like it wasn't really as attached as it normally is uh, in some weird piece of video that released on his, on his Twitter page. Nobody gets to ask him any questions at all. And the complicit, compliant media just gets in lockstep, except maybe Ducey. They all get in lockstep and nobody, nobody, nobody pushes the, the matter because they are the ones that helped get him elected. See, here's Joe Biden. Again, by definition, and I don't really care. It didn't change your life or mine, but I just want them to be honest. By definition, we're in a recession starting today because of the report that came out. Here's Biden's response. And here's Biden's response, he said. And just last week, as I said, SK Corporation of the Republic of Korea announced $22 billion and new investment in semiconductor batteries, chargers, and medical devices, creating another 16,000 jobs here in America. And this is powering the strongest rebound in American manufacturing in over three decades, creating 613,000 613, manufacturing jobs. 
Passing the CHIPS bill is going to put another $72 billion for incentives and tax credits to expand semiconductor production. And the Inflation Reduction Act will add another $370 billion in clean energy tax credits in reconciliation, including incentives to accelerate domestic production of solar panels, wind turbines, batteries, and critical materials processing. That doesn't sound like a recession to me. Thank you very much. And I said, he's out. He's out. He, he's gone. And in fact, those of you who are watching, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to let it play at the end because he, he, he doesn't walk like Joe Biden used to walk. He, he walks like somebody who doesn't really know how to walk anymore. Um, he's very controlled. He was told what to say. And then he said, doesn't sound like a recession to me. And then he just takes off as if, how dare you think you're going to ask me questions. Um, you notice he talked about giving away more taxpayer dollars, $78 billion for this, $300 billion for that, because that's just going to pay for it. He also talked about increasing production of solar panels, of wind, of, of all this, you know, batteries. Didn't say anything about, about more domestic production of oil that he was over begging for in Saudi Arabia. But I'm, those who are watching, let me show you him walking off. Session to me. Thank you very much. It's all very weird. The guy's feeble. It doesn't make any sense. It's very strange. And walking out and saying it doesn't sound like a, a recession to me and not taking one question, even from the media that got you elected, shows me there's a real problem here, man. Then Kareem Jean-Pierre going on about how this we were seeing a, 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 a transition. She kept using the word transition. Carrie, did you see her comments about transition? I did. She mentioned that a few times, I think. It turns out... This administration and the left, the radical left in this country, thinks that the way to shut you up is to say the word transition. Whether it's saying that, you know, a man shouldn't be swimming against the women, um, their, their answer is, well, you should not attack and be bigoted against those who are transitioning. Well, it's a transition. It's a, tra- you're transphobic. And now somehow, oh, you also got the, um, the XY, the, the male, who is calling himself Rachel Levine, who is in the HHS. you got that person constantly talking about transitioning and gender-affirming care, gender-affirming medication, gender-affirming surgery, which doesn't exist. You're not affirming anything. The affirmation would be, you're an XY that makes you male. Let me fill you in on what that means. You're an XX that makes you female. Let me fill you in on what that means. That would be affirming what nature says, what biology says, what religion says, fill in the blank, whatever you want to back it with. But we keep on using the word transition, and they think that we can't challenge that word. So what are you transitioning from? You're transitioning from an economy that was booming, that then was hit by the Wuhan virus, that uh, was created through gain of function, that was funded by Anthony Fauci, who lied about it, and then we're pushing vaccines or shots that, that are benefiting. Some royalties are going to some people that work in our own government, and you're not allowed to ask about that. Well, then we transitioned from that great economy into one that was on lockdown, where the lockdown should have ended soon thereafter. And then Biden comes in, continues the lockdowns, the stupid mask mandates, the stupid shop mandates, and now it's a transition. And if you question it, how dare you question the word transition? Who do you think you are? It's very weird. It's extremely weird. Um, But it only works if we allow it to. And it's not going to work with me. So when you hear Biden coming out, and you hear him being as feeble as he is. You see him acting as feeble as he acts. You see him being the fool 
that uh, never got anywhere near 81 million votes doesn't take one question. What do you think? You know what I find surprising, Carrie? I really thought, because we've got a huge audience, and we're on everywhere, I'm very surprised that people on the left who supported this idiot aren't calling me to tell me why he's doing a good job. Wouldn't you expect at some point somebody would call to tell me that? Wouldn't that make for a good little conversation between the two of you? I'd like to hear Well, that. I would think so. And, and the people that do call him that are naysayers, are like the idiot the other day who couldn't stop himself from saying the F word uh, on the air, who wanted to challenge me on January 6th and lasted all of 15 seconds. Yeah. Call me. Tell me where I have it wrong, how Biden is doing so much good. Because he's looking to spend billions more. He's looking to spend billions more. And there's no end in sight to our misery at the gas pump, our misery at the grocery store, our misery at the department store. We just want things to get back to normal. And it's never going to be normal when they are forcibly changing the norms in this country by using the word transition over and over again. It's, it's crazy. 888-941-PAGS. 888-941-7247. JoePags.com. Your thoughts when we come back. Stay here. Joe Pags. So that's the game. You can't say the R word. Joe Biden walking out, giving prepared remarks. He's reading off a piece of paper. Looking down almost the whole time. Blinking a lot, by the way. Kara, blinking a lot. Mm, That's a good thing, I guess, today. I mean, not like him to not blink, but the other day, whoever that was, wasn't blinking. Whatever voice that was that we were hearing wasn't his voice. And uh, his hair was parted the wrong way. And people think I'm making too much out of that. Trust me. When I had, you know, the kind of hair where you could part it, and I don't really part it anymore, I just sort of push it back. But when I had the kind of hair that could be parted, you damn skippy, the part was on the right, and it was always on the right, and that's the way it was until, you know, things changed with my head of hair, and then I started doing it different ways. But that's, that's like a big deal. When you get up in the morning, if you're a guy, you generally speaking don't change your hairdo. You get up in the morning, and you, you do it the certain way. Joe Biden parts his hair on the left and flips it to the right. Um, this guy, whatever it was, the hair was flipped the other way. Um, and it's very odd. The voice was very strange. The mannerisms were very strange and the guy never blinked. Then there was a big fat honk and edit in the middle of this video. They put on his own Twitter page. Um, and then after that edit, he's just, Carrie, he came out saying dripping blood. Yes. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> what? You know what I mean? It, it didn't make any sense. So, um, the guy is very controlled and if you can't do what they want, I guess they've got some sort of, I mean, my opinion is it could be deep fake. And if you don't know what a deep fake is, look it up. A deep fake is where they can really make somebody look like somebody else. There's a guy who's on one of these social sites, might be TikTok, um, where he's he sounds a lot like Elvis, and then he deep fakes Elvis's face on himself. And there you go. He's got thousands, if not millions of followers. It can be done through technology. But I think you pretty much, if you're techn- technological guy or gal, you can figure out if it is a deep fake i'd like to see somebody do a deep dive on that video to be honest with you 888-941-PAGS 888-941-7247 it's not a it doesn't look like a recession to me and then he walks away taking no questions 
That's lame. There is no transparency whatsoever in this administration. We don't know who's really making the decisions. We don't have any idea who's who's um, uh, writing these speeches that he's saying. We know that he had to be saved by the Easter Bunny, had to be saved by his wife a few times, had to be saved by, by you know the Secret Service when he couldn't find his way into the White House once. I mean, here's a guy that is just in shambles. And we, the American people, have the right to know what leadership is doing. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Got to remind you about Dick Morris's new book. It came out last week, and in it he says Donald Trump is running for president again. And right after that, President Trump said it's not a matter of if, but a matter of when. You need to get Dick Morris's new bestseller. It's called The Return. It reveals Trump's secret plan for 2024, his real reason for running, and his coming big surprise. Morris says Trump still faces three threats, and he also claims Hillary Clinton will run again. Yep, that Hillary. Newsmax says The Return is the best book of the year. You're going to want to go and check it out. In fact, it's already a number one Amazon bestseller. The Return gives you Trump's plan. Big media, big tech, the deep state want to stop Trump. But The Return shows Trump will triumph. So get Dick Morris's brand new book. It's called The Return. It's in bookstores where you normally would get books or you can see the free offer from Newsmax. Save almost $28. Go to thereturn911.com, thereturn911.com, thereturn911.com. Go there, get this book. It's called The Return. Yes, he says it'll be a Hillary and Donald uh, Trump rematch. That'll be something. All right, let me go to the phone lines. I appreciate you taking the time. Got lots to get to as well. We're going to talk about monkeypox today too, which, which doesn't make any sense, to be honest. And we'll talk about that in a little while. But first, I want to get your take on the recession. Recession. Like, like that word changes anything in anybody's life. Eric, Minnesota, a contractor. Did that change your life that it's a recession? I uh, did a little bit. Just the word, though? I mean, did, did today's word, <laughs> using the word, the R word, recession, did that change how, how your life was yesterday? Didn't for me. No. Yeah. Fill me in. All. How are the costs out there? Uh, a uh, box cabinet... I damaged. I had to pay for it. Well, six months ago, even three months ago, it was 230 240 bucks. I paid 677 for it. Wow. I mean, almost triple the price. Come on. <clears throat> yeah. And, and is that across the board yeah. as a contractor? You're finding all of your costs are going up? Yep. Yeah, price for a, for a stick of lumber or a crown molding. 270 bucks for a eight foot piece of crown molding that with a finish on it that's usually under a hundred dollars that's just it's ridiculous well, well eric then, it is uh, no, no, i'm with you and my my big problem is them playing games with the word recession who cares you've got to pay your people you've got to make a living for your family <laughs> it doesn't matter what the word is being used in washington i don't know what he thinks it how he feels that creating a bunch of jobs in renewable energy, okay, that's nice. You got jobs coming for people, but how is that going to, what is that going to do to change prices at the pump, prices at the lumber store, prices at the grocery store? How is that going to change buying parts for our cars? How is that going to change anything? Well, Eric, those are all great questions. And, and, well, the answer is it's not. I've got to run. I appreciate you, Eric. Thank you, out of Minnesota. We've got a break coming up. It's not going to change anything because the jobs that he's talking about creating are going to cost $78 billion, something like that, or over $300 billion. That's the answer? I don't think so. Keep it here. Joe Pags coming back. Joe Pags. 
Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. It was a pleasure to have this guy back. Great friend of mine, great friend of America, great American, former judge, former U.S. Representative Ted Poe. Ted, how are you? Good to see you. Doing great, Joe. You are doing great. I appreciate you. Um, you know, it's funny because every once in a while, Facebook will throw a memory up, and there's a memory from you and me in 2010 at some rally somewhere. Then I'm playing the saxophone at some other thing you asked me to come and do. And uh, but we've just been great friends for a long time, and I always love just how, how much you love the country, how much you love what it was that we were supposed to be. And like me, you're watching this administration dismantle this country step by step. Let's let's jump into some some of what's going on today. We talked about this briefly before we started today. There was an attack on Marjorie Taylor Greene the other day because she dared say that she is a nationalist and also a Christian, and then a Christian nationalist. And Rachel Maddow at MSNBC um, went on for an hour about how that somehow makes Marjorie Taylor Greene a Nazi. That that's what the Nazis did. They were Christian nationalists. Well, Ted, there's never been anything wrong with nationalism. Ronald Reagan brought that back when he was elected in 1980, and we felt good about the country again. Nationalism just means you love your country. And there's certainly nothing wrong with being Christian. So how is it that they're getting away with attacking both of those things? Well, you're right. There is nothing wrong with being a a nationalist, loving our country. And most Americans throughout our history have loved our country, but we have the new breed who hate America, hate everything about America. And one of the things about America, we were found on uh, Judo Christian, uh, Judeo Christian principles, right. uh, and with the belief in God that we get all our rights from God. We don't get our rights from the state. Well, the left is opposed to God. The left is opposed to Christianity because they want the state to be the God of the country. They want us to worship the state, look to the state for all of our answers. Therefore, they attack those of us who are of faith, no matter what our religion is, but Christians primarily. And so that is what we're seeing in the country. It's a Stalinist concept of communism that there is no God, the state is God. Yeah, and the, we have to continue to fight that. Well, as you know, the founders were either Christian or deist. They believed in God. They believed that there was a higher power, a supreme being that granted us these rights as humans. And then they wrote that document, the Constitution, to say, okay, knowing that we have all these rights, here's the crap you guys can't do in government. This really was a restriction of government. That's what the Constitution is. The government is trying to make it um, that the Constitution is what government allows you to have as your rights. That's not what it is. Absolutely not. The uh, Especially the uh, Bill of Rights limits government. Now, most of the Bill of Rights start out with Congress shall make no law prohibiting the right of speech, religion, right. the right of assembly, press, uh, etc. And that's what the Bill of Rights does is to limit government because, see, we are more important than government. Individuals are more important than government, and therefore government is created, as it says in the uh, Declaration of Independence, to make sure that our rights are fulfilled. That is the purpose of government, to protect our rights, not to give us our rights. We get those from the Almighty. But government is made to protect the rights that we have. Well, they don't like that. Those folks who worship the government don't agree with that. And they think government is the entity like King George who gives the peasants their rights. It's funny. I was on the BBC. uh, BBC Radio asked me to appear a month or so ago. Uh, and I came on, and uh, this woman was asking me about the Second Amendment and why it was still um, something that we should, that we needed to have. Why do you have to have guns? Uh, wh- what is it about the Second Amendment, about hunting and target price? I said, it has nothing to do with that. I said, without guns, I would have the same accent you have. 
And she was quiet for a second because she then realized that I was calling out King George and the fact that we kicked their asses. Um, and that was because they decided, I think that if the British didn't decide we're going to collect your, your weapons and your firearms, we might not have had a revolutionary war. We might still be colonies of, of England. Who knows? But they literally said, we're taking your firearms. And we said, no, you're not. So that's why we have the freedom and liberty that we have. But the attacks on the Constitution don't stop. So let's go back and just slow it down because I'm kind of a dumb guy. You tell me that off the air all the time. Let's go through how it works in this country. So you've got the supreme law of the land. That's the paper. That's the Constitution. Every law that's made in this country has to fit within those guidelines. If it doesn't, then you go to the court system. The court system says it doesn't apply. The Constitution doesn't cover this. It goes away. And I'm doing this to, to get us to the Supreme Court rulings on 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 uh, Roe v. Wade and uh, I guess it was the Dobbs decision. And there was another decision um, in 1992 that really did undo Roe. That was a decision that was really undone recently about abortion in this country. Abortion doesn't appear in the Constitution. This, the Supreme Court should never, and I think you agree with me in 1973, said that abortion was somehow legal. The Supreme Court probably shouldn't have said even more recently that gay marriage was legal. So what this administration is doing, Ted, and I want your thoughts on this, they're literally saying, we don't care what the Supreme Court says, we're now going to codify gay marriage. We're going to codify the right to have an abortion. And they think they're going to do that by passing laws in Congress that Biden will sign. I mean, do you agree with me that that's just going to end up back in the Supreme Court that's going to say, no, it's not constitutional? Well, it is going to end up back in the Supreme Court. All the Supreme Court did on Roe versus Wade said that abortion is an issue for the states to resolve right. however they want to resolve it. Just send it back. That's all it was. And now they want to make sure that there is the right to abortion uh, and the right to gay marriage. And that, too, should be a state issue because it's not mentioned in the Constitution. Right. But they want to make those rights and, and uh, put those rights in uh, federal law and, of course, that will end up in the Supreme Court. I don't know what the Supreme Court will do, but that is their answer to everything that is different than what they want from the Supreme Court. Change the Supreme Court, change the law, change the rule of the Supreme Court by federal legislation. And uh, we see that they, they even want to change the length of term for the members of the Supreme Court because they hadn't gotten their way over the last few or the last year or so with the Supreme Court. I don't mean to age you. Because you're ageless to me, Ted Poe. <laughs> you're a young guy at heart, and you always will I wasn't be. I was there at no, the signing of the Declaration I'm not, I'm not saying I that. <laughs> I wish you had been. Uh, but, but, but again, um, uh, this is not at all to call your age out. I'm a little younger. I was seven when the Supreme Court did Roe v. Wade. So let me ask you this, because you were a little bit older, probably uh, more engaged than I would have been at the time. Um when that happened, were Republicans screaming about get rid of the Supreme Court? Were Republicans trying to pack the court? Were they trying to put uh, limits of term on Supreme Court justices? Were they going to codify the right to not have an abortion or something? Um, did this freak out happen when Roe v. Wade happened? I know people were unhappy about it. Don't get me wrong. But were they doing, were, was our side doing all this? No, the, the, uh, uh, the Republicans, conservatives who disagreed with the Supreme Court, they weren't jumping out the windows. They weren't rioting. They weren't saying we're going to abolish the Supreme Court, right. pack the Supreme Court, or anything else. Uh, so that that's a big difference. But the, the left, if they don't get their way, they're always children. They rant and rave and scream and holler and throw things and burn and destroy. That is what they do when they don't get their way. 
They don't want to use the system. They don't believe in the system when it doesn't suit their needs. And that's what we see right now throughout the country. That even happened back in the in the riots of uh, Black Lives Matter. Yes. People don't get their way and on the left. They want to use any means necessary to get their way. It's such a sea change because people like you and I want us to go through the proper steps and channels. If you say you want to codify Roe, and by the way, I, it just jumped into my head. The other case was Casey and I think 1992. The Casey and Planned Parenthood case really undid Roe anyway. Roe wasn't really the law of the land anymore. It was really the Casey ruling, uh, which, which talked about viability and so on. But that was also overturned because of the recent ruling in Dobbs. So having said all of that, why is it that they think they can so-called codify Roe or the right to an abortion without going through the steps of just adding an amendment to the Constitution? If you want abortion to be a right, it should be you know, number 28 or whatever uh, the, the, the amendment would be. That's the only way to really do it, right? To call something a right. Like Obamacare is not a right. It should be in the Constitution. It's not. It should have been overturned. But John Roberts is, is a weasel. So having said all of that, do you think they'll be successful in their attempts to codify these things that are political issues for them? Well, I do think they'll be successful, and they will do it as soon as they can uh, before uh, Biden leaves uh, the White House, which I think will be this year. And so they're going to run wow. it through the House of Representatives and run it through the Senate and they'll have him sign it. But it'll all end up in the courts and the courts will make that decision whether Congress can make a new right or not. And uh, abortion, of course, is is one of those examples. And you and I would agree that Congress can't make rights. No, I don't think Congress well, can make well, those well, rights. Well, think about we it, Ted. We get our rights from... From God, right. From God. They're, they're in the Constitution. They're, they're named in the Constitution. Most of those, or many of those, are in the Bill of Rights. Abortion is not in there. So I think it takes a constitutional amendment. That's my opinion. Because, again, if, if Congress could make rights, Congress could then say, well, everybody must be atheist. Now, I know the Constitution says you can't force religion or establish religion or the lack thereof, um, but if Congress can make any right they want through codifying, which I never used, I never even used that word before in my life before recently, um, uh, it, then they can basically control us however they want. That's why this must fail. It's Ted Poe. Go and follow him at Judge Ted Poe on, uh, on Twitter. He's a great guy, uh, a great friend of mine, and super, super smart when it comes to stuff like this. Um, what bothers me the most about it is that um, people like Kamala Harris and Joe Biden through whoever his minions are and everybody else who supports this administration will lie about this being women's health, uh, health rights, women's health care, reproductive rights. Um, uh, five men are deciding for women, which, by the way, it was uh, five white guys. It was seven white guys in 73, Ted, that said yes to Roe v. Wade. Nobody had a problem with it then. And now you've got a black guy and a woman who decided that Roe v. Wade was not okay. And, and suddenly it's men getting into women's uteruses. Do, do we have to do more on our side to come together and and just really um, amplify and, and shine a spotlight on the Constitution, what it really says, what it really does, what it really means? Because I don't think these idiots know. I think these people protesting have no clue how our system works. Well, I, I agree with that. They don't have a clue how the system works. They just think if uh, they don't like something, they can have Congress change uh, whatever uh, the system, change the system and come up with a new concept, new right. Uh I obviously think that we should do a better job of communicating how the how the system works, the three branches of government, uh, even as much as uh, Biden's uh, pen 
and phone calls on changing rules. He just says he's going to issue an executive order. Well, the word executive order is, is really not mentioned in the Constitution. Right. I haven't seen it in the Constitution. What does that mean? That means that the president, whoever it is, is going to sidestep Congress or sidestep the Constitution and just issue a new edict from Mount Washington yeah. and come out with some new decree. And that's that's another example of how the Constitution is not being followed. And remember, the rights that are mentioned in the Constitution and Declaration of Independence, the purpose of Congress is to protect those rights, ensure those rights. And uh, Congress is not doing that, of course, and they are making up new concepts, new rights by really by executive order, more so than what Congress is doing. Former representative, former judge Ted Poe, great guy Ted Poe. Look at his hairstyle. I wish I had hair like that, Ted Poe. Um, <laughs> Ted, Ted, I love breaking stuff down with you. It turns out uh, since last October till now, 500,000 contacts at the border, illegal aliens coming across the border. Half a million since October, Ted. Uh, and, and they're not even talking about the people that they didn't have contact with. We're talking about just those who have had contact. And, and we're not saying we sent them back. They're, they're all here. And the gotaways are all here. Um, and it's not slowing down. Have you figured out why they want us not to have a border? Is this, uh, to me, it's one of two things. They want illegal aliens to all be uh, given amnesty so they can all vote for Democrats. I'm not sure they would, but that's what they think. Or it's they're getting in, in lockstep with the WEF and Klaus Schwab and, and George Soros and these idiots that would make America not a, 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 an independent, uh, exceptional nation. It would make us just some part of some grand world scheme. What do you think is going on? I think, I think it's both of those, but it's certainly uh, my opinion. They want more uh, what they think will be Democrats in the United States. It's like one of those illegals crossing the border, border not too long ago, had a T-shirt. Thank you, Mr. Biden. Now, wow. So I think that's what they're trying to do. And they're uh, filling up, you know, some of the red states. It's interesting, you know, Abbott and the uh, Ducey from Arizona sent uh, illegals to Washington and uh, now they're all upset and they want them sent somewhere else. Now the federal government is going to send those illegals that were sent by Texas to Washington to Miami. So the federal wow. government is trying to stuff different states with illegals, I think, to change the dynamics of politics, Republicans versus Democrats. I think that's that's part of it. I certainly do. Should she become and, governor? And of course, Go ahead. I was just going to say it's it's so interesting that the places and people that rant and rave the most about open borders are states that aren't troubled with having illegals invade their country. And I still think it's an invasion. It fits the definition under the Constitution. And I think we should handle it as an invasion into the United States. I mean, really, how many how many millions does it take before there's actually an invasion? Well, if they lined up a half a million troops on the border, I think we would react. But we're acting like this is not the same thing. It is. 500,000 have come in. They're, they're here illegally. They're working illegally. They're taking jobs from Americans. They're being educated by my taxpayer dollars and yours. And nobody can say boo about it because they were a bunch of racists, uh, which, of course, isn't true. It's Ted Poe. Uh, Ted, I, I've got to ask you quickly. Carrie Lake, should you be, she become the governor of Arizona, it says she's going to declare that it's an invasion. She's going to put armed troops on the border. And she's going to stop them from coming in. Can she legally do that? In my personal opinion, yes. I think that the border states have the uh, the sovereign right to protect the uh, the borders of their state. That is, I think, a right that they have. And they can use, I believe, the National Guard to do that. that that's my opinion. Yeah. But many of the governors disagree with me. Of course, the federal government certainly disagrees with that. 
I guess maybe the federal government's going to go then to Arizona and help escort illegals into the United States if she tries to protect the border. Last quick question for Ted Poe. You mentioned that you thought Biden would be done after this year. What do you think is going to happen there? I mean, obviously, he's got some major issues. That Their piece of video they put out yesterday, the guy never blinks, and I'm not even sure it's him. I think it could be a deep fake generated by a computer. There's something very, very wrong with him cognitively and also physically, it seems. Had Ronnie Jackson on recently who agreed with that. What do you think is going to happen? I think he'll resign. He'll resign right after he... Uh, pardons his son for all criminal activity that he has committed in the United States. And shortly thereafter, he'll resign. Uh, Kamala Harris will be the uh, president. And the key, of course, is who will be appointed by her to be vice president. I think that is the one that we might need to be keeping our eyes on as to who will be running and winning the uh, Democrat primary in 24. But I think Biden's gone by the end of the year. Well, I don't disagree with you. I'm not sure how it's going to happen, but I think that we're coming to that point. Ted, thanks a million. I appreciate you at Judge Ted Poe. Um, Thank you for your friendship and the great knowledge today, brother. Appreciate you. Thank you, Joe. All right, back after this. Stay right here. You're listening to Joe Pags. Great to have you the Joe Pag Show. We appreciate Ted Poe coming on. We're going to certainly talk to uh, uh, many more people next hour. It's going to be Crystal Cupper. A uh, very interesting story with her husband who's in the Air Force and about the jabs and how he says, listen, for religious reasons, I'm not taking it. And that that has changed a lot in their lives. Make sure you stick around for that. Off the top of the hour, we're going to talk about monkeypox and the fact that people want to, for some reason, change the name of monkeypox because that's offensive. Or it's racist. I don't know how it's racist or offensive. We'll, we'll try to figure that out. Plus, I will be direct and honest about who is at risk for monkeypox. Joe Pag Show coming back. Go to JoePags.com. Click on Watch Now to watch the video stream or go like uh, all of the social media. Back after this. This is the Joe Pags Show.